Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome, everyone, to the UK Film Review Podcast. This week, we are talking about up-and-coming UK cinema releases. We haven't been there in so long. No one remembers the cinema. I miss getting filled up in the back of the cinema. But to help me go down... <laughs> Already, it's just like everyone's going to be like, no. <laughs> but to help me discuss this week's topic, we have Brian. Hello, how are you doing? Great introduction, by the way. Thank you very much. And we have Ian. Oh, hi. <laughs> so, oh, Brian, the... your reaction to that was amazing. <laughs> hi. Yeah, hi, It's going to be great. We're in it. We're in it already. Right. So the first thing is oh. I'm gonna, we're going to open up because obviously what we're going to talk about is um, up and coming cinema uh, films that are coming to the cinema now that we're allowed back, which I think when's that going to be? Oh, late I'm not May? sure. Probably uh, late May. 17th no. of May. 17th of May. Okay, there we go. Brian's Soon, got tickets ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think about nothing else. Yep. <laughs> Life right now, isn't it? Yeah. So, obviously, mm. we can't talk about anything we've seen. So, we're going to talk about trailers we've seen and yep. any kind of information we've read mm-hmm. about. But here's some things. Let's open up with what is the candy or savoury dish that everyone enjoys at the cinema? <laughs> Get That's ready. such a great question. Uh, I would say I'm a I'm a simple man with simple likes. You know, I'm like one of those one of those adverts. I'm a simple man with. <laughs> you simple just take likes. a roast dinner, a um, real British snack. <laughs> I like 
uh, when me and my girlfriend go, we get a big, big pot of popcorn, massive, and we get mix of salt and sweet because we love salt. Uh, I mean, that's, that's not it. a simple choice. That's, that's quite that's spicy. A, do you think? I don't. <laughs> I like the mix. We like the mix. You know, you wow. get the saltiness, you get the sweet. Brian, what's yours? Well, for me, it's got to be chocolate of some description. And if we can use mm. brand names, I'm going to take a chance. Revels. Oh my Bad god! Revels, Revels is just iconic, isn't it? Rebels, for the yeah, it's iconic Rebels. for cinema. Like you go Coffee. to an Odeon and you would go in and they would have. Revels there yeah. to buy, like it is iconic for cinema. Yeah. For five hundred pounds, you can buy a bag of Revels at a cinema. <laughs> so that, that, that'd be the choice for me. But how long they would last for, I do not know. It depends on the film I'm watching, and also the quality of the trailers, which really That's is true. part of you know. It is going part to the, the cinema, cinema is sitting there watching ten minutes worth of trailers. Yeah, I agree. It's nice to think we are getting back to that soon because I do miss when you sit down and there is an experience to go in the cinema, which even before this pandemic, we were worried about cinemas closing. But I, I always like the experience of going, you sit down, you watch the trailers and then you get to the main event of it all. I've, it's just an experience of it that we're missing at the moment. I mean, I have ADD, so the trailers just annoy me. <laughs> You're just like, get to the film. Get what's to your, the film. What's, what's your choice of snack? Well, I'm a lady. Which I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Well, so I'm a woman, and I am perpetually on a diet and watching my weight. So I'm really boring. I just have a bottle of Smart Water. I'm down for the electrolytes. Okay. And uh, some beautiful uh, chewing gum. I was going to say, do you pew, bring pew, like pew. apples in, and you're one of those at the back who's crunching away? <laughs> Cut like, my own segments the... out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chuck a core. Yeah. No, I just, I'm all about the bottle of water and some chewing gum for the minty fresh in case I'm going to make out with someone, you know. (laughs) I feel like we shouldn't go back there. Let's move on again. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone likes the cinema. It's dark and creepy and weird. (laughs) Okay. So what films are we looking forward to? (laughs) But that kind of segued into what I was saying is, is, you know, what have we all missed collectively about the experience of the cinema? Because everyone's like, oh, well, we can watch things from home. I know that Disney did um, some releases on Disney Plus, which you had to pay to watch their movie. I think it was the Mulan. Outrageous. It was the Mulan live action film. I think they charged Which was rubbish anyway. That was really bad. $30 $30 on top of your yeah. Disney Plus subscription. They charge for that. Yeah, but it's, I know. You're paying when you go to the cinema for the experience of the big screen, the trailers, yeah. the £500 mm. bag of Revels coated in gold. Yeah. Yeah. You pay for that. You know. So mm. what have we been missing about the cinema? I, I think for me... Yeah. Sorry, go after ahead. you. No, go ahead, Brian. We're both there. Yeah. We're both keen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, I mean, I was, I was going to say, it's just that the cinematic experience, it doesn't matter mm. what sort of system sound system you've got at home, video system you've got at home, nothing is ever going to match seeing a movie on a big screen, a proper big screen yeah. with the surround sound. All, all of the all of this sort of the paraphernalia that you get, you know, the ritual. You know, we're talking about the snacks that we take in with us. Yeah. It's all part of the ritual, all part of going out to see a movie. And yeah, nothing's going to match that. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Brian. Like it's, I was going to just say the exact same thing. It's just the cinematic experience. Like I, I try to because I'm quite fortunate living in London to have the big IMAX to be able to go to, and I would, I always try my best to see films in IMAX, which I think deserve that uh, uh, viewing. So there will be films that we're going to talk about today that I will purposely go see in IMAX because I think they deserve that. Mm. And mm. I think there's a level of 
I think all films in a way, barring some of the really bad straight to TV ones, they deserve to be seen on, seen on the silver screen because there's a lot of things that you're missing that you don't get, you know. And I, I think I, I one of the ones I watched recently, uh, two that come to mind was Soul and um, the Snyder Cut for Justice League. Uh, mm. And I feel both would have been better on the silver screen. Both very different films, though. Like Soul is an animation film, not as grandiose as like Snyder Cut. But I think both would have looked so much better on the silver screen and had that like sound quality. I think that I yeah I definitely agree with you because um, as something obviously for me especially I go and watch a lot of horror and uh, mm. I watched Halloween the one they brought out two thousand and eighteen two thousand nineteen yeah I watched that at the cinema and I was like yeah. Woo! Come on, mm. Michael, stab those teens in the face. <laughs> Wait, whoa, you were rooting for Michael? <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm rooting for Michael. Live okay. it up, Michael. He hates his sister so much. Um, <laughs> or does he love her? We'll never we'll know. Never know. He never we'll says never anything. Know. We'll never and then know. I watched it when they chucked it on Netflix last year, and I was just like, eh. Yeah, it's not as good, is it? <laughs> it wasn't as good. It wasn't immersed. It wasn't in the dark room. I wasn't, you know, like, you know, surrounded by the suspense, yeah. the suspense of the dark room and everyone else being scared and the trust that we it's put true. into directors when we go to a cinema and watch those mm-hmm. movies. And yeah, it just didn't, it just doesn't kick it sometimes. And it's like you were saying, Brian, the ritual, getting yeah. dressed up. Oh, I'm going to go yeah. to the movies tonight. Oh, what mm-hmm. are you doing? Uh, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's so beautiful and it's enjoyable and it's that mm. excitement to look forward to, you mm. know, and it's just, oh, Netflix is rubbish. <laughs> it, it's, I feel it's, like that should be a monologue by itself. Net, 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 well, Netflix is an hors d'oeuvre, isn't it, really? I mean, compared yeah. to going out to see a film, same thing with Amazon Prime. They have yeah. their purpose, they have their function and their place. But yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing's going to be... replaced Blockbuster, haven't they? That's the thing. They allow you to facilitate so, yeah. that, you know, like yeah. to see something you've already seen. It's weird to see something you've seen for the first time, I think, yeah. at your house. You know what I mean? Uh, when it's that yeah. first release of something, it's kind of yeah. weird to be like, oh, I'm going to be sat in watching the Snyder Cut. Or, you know, there's a good chance that one of the films we'll talk about or one of the ones that's on my list is Black Widow. There's a good chance that mm. if it's going at this rate, you know, we could see it in cinema, but they're also going to release it on disney plus they're doing it at the same time yeah. so people have the choice do you have a thousand pound in your bank account to pay for that when they release it on disney you, plus I, I don't <laughs> think they'll do it i don't think they'll do it by charge I d- i'm not sure I, there was a do, lot of backlash when they yeah, did that i don't a think lot. they will i don't think they will i don't and know the argument right. was about the cinema because again as i said we pay for that experience you pay for yeah. the big screen for as brian said the big surround sound you're never going to get at home you are paying for those elements and disney were like no 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 yeah, yeah. you're paying for us and i'm you like i'm really not disney get away from me yeah yeah i think another point i'd make about going to the cinema is that you do see the film with 100 200 other people in the auditorium mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right and you get that kind of feedback that energy off the people you're watching it with yeah definitely. whereas if you was at home you'd be watching it with maybe two or three other people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's that side I enjoy well. their company of. So, like, some of the people who I have to deal with when I go to the cinema are asked. Yeah, you take your chances <laughs> oh, sorry, there, man. don't you, really? Oh, I take your chances, wow. don't you? Whoops. I just watch them alone in the dark and I'm like, leave me alone. I don't want anyone here. Actually, I was, my husband doesn't like films um, and not a lot of my pals are big film people. I have a few here and there, obviously due to COVID though, not seeing people as regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do favour watching films by myself at home. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah, I don't crazy. mind watching a film by yeah. myself. Like, you Otherwise can just people chill. are going to chime in and I'm like, shut up. Oh. <laughs> I, I love my family a lot, but when they talk over films, I'm like, can we just stop? Can we just stop? Yeah. None of what you're talking about is going to be as important as this film. Otherwise, let's stop the film. Let's stop the film and just talk. 
We can't have it both ways. We can't yeah, have both. Well, I was going to say though, Ian, that's what a pause button's for, though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's one thing you have yeah. got at home. You can you can sort of pause it just for a minute or two if you want to have a chat about something. And then you start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you never pause the movie. I like to run no? the gauntlet of the the boiling kettle or my dog annoying me. I like the gauntlet. I like the chance. I like to well, jog through my house like a mentalist. I also be like, don't I'll like get back in time. I think the film yeah. is meant to be watched nonstop as well like i think if you're going to watch a film like say the snyder cut or or um well anything doesn't need to be a snyder cut but if you're watching a film i think it was designed to be watched in one go so i try and just watch it without pausing hence why i get annoyed with people talking over it i'm like you gotta run the gauntlet in you gotta set yourself tasks (laughs) that you can do around the home during the movie to see how good and fast you are i mainly paint models because i'm a big nerd (laughs) that's what i do i sit and paint models Uh, you can kind of do that in front of the screen can't you yeah yeah but remember what de niro said about the irishman though because that's over three hours long Mm-hmm. And I asked him whether he was okay with people pausing it or breaking it into portions. Because mm. I think you're right in principle. You should see a film in one hit, really, mm. in an ideal world. But, mm-hmm. but De Niro sort of admitted it, sort of resigned to the facts and said, well, yeah, it's okay. I don't mind that. I mm. think he'd rather people sit down and watch it. But That's true. Yeah, it's true. That's a good point. I, I don't know. I watched The Irishman in one go. And I think Ooh, it was... long. It is long. I, I think when it, you yeah. try and watch it in one go, it does kind of deplete you a bit. You know, it, mm. it I remember, a, a yeah, my father, when I used to see my parents, he told me when he was young, he watched all three Star Wars movies in the cinema. Yeah, but people do that. That's a and big I was thing. like, yeah. did you have to wear those special in-flight socks? Because if you sit still for that long, you're going to get deep strain thrombosis. That's not natural. How many yeah. hours is that? But then some people sort of watch all the Lord of the Rings. Six, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I would be totally down to do that. If they did like yeah. IMAX, like Lord of Rings, I definitely would do that. Right. If you did the regular ones, that's three, six, seven, eight, nine. That's nine hours of your oh, day. No, you in don't, the don't do regular. You always do director's cut. What are you talking Stop! about? Stop! <laughs> <Wow. laughs> no, Stop! Have four days to spend in an IMAX, no. Ian. Well, I'd be happy with that. <laughs> Your girlfriend's like, Ian, where are you? She'd be with me. We both love Lord of the Rings. What are you talking about? I love Lord of the Rings, but I don't want to spend I guarantee that you long. she would come with me. I it's guess. too long. A, fr- Goals. a friend of mine went to the Prince Charles Cinema just off of Leicester Square, yeah, yeah, where they would Prince do all night, all night screenings. And they yep. were showing all the Batman movies back to back. Yeah. All through yeah, the night. That lot. And yeah. wow. I, I, you can I jump in I as you want, it. though. That's the thing. Like, that's yeah. the, I love the Prince Charles. If anybody's in London, uh, when this lockdown does end, if there's a cinema you should definitely go to. It's um, the Prince Charles. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's great. Are we all it's agreeing great. if we went to that event that we would all leave? during the film where Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze. What? Why would you leave? That's <laughs> I'm great. Out, Ian. I'm jumping out of a window. I'm not even staying we for that did garbage. Th- we <laughs> did this last time. We talked about this last time. I love that film. I can do a really good Arnie impression in it. Do it. Do it now. Do it now. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, that I, one's not good. I, I love that film. I love it's yeah. no, it's terrible. It's it's terrible, but I have a. I think this has come up before as well. If if there's one listener who's listened to all of our podcasts and has like an, a running narrative of it, yeah. you'll know that I love terrible films. So films I that are like so terrible bad horror, but like I can't watch him be Mister Freeze. Mister Freeze, yeah, in the comics, wasn't a buff man. He's a weird science nerd. Yeah, but but in fairness, now we're going into Batman, which I I am a massive Batman fan. In the comics originally, he was not like any of the things that we know now. It's only the animated TV show that turned him into the scientist whose lover mm. had like died, and he was trying to save her from like her death. Like so, 
Mr. Freeze is a very fluid character. I'm not, I don't mind. I don't mind. This is all irrelevant. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> so anyway, what, what is everyone's Actually, first... Segway. That segway leads me. To, the segues to a film that is coming out to cinema at some point, hopefully to see, which is the new Batman film with Robert Pattinson. Robin Battenbat. So is this one of your choices? It's one of the ones I do want to see, yeah. It's one of the ones, like, as a comic book fan, there's a lot of comic book films that are out there that are coming out. Shang-Chi is one that I'm also looking forward to. Black Widow is a film that's five years too late. And Spider-Man No Way Home, I don't care about, really. But, uh, well, actually, that's not true. I do want to see all the old Spider-Mans back. But uh, I'm mixed feelings on that one. But one I am very excited for, how dare you, one I'm very excited (laughs) for is... um, the Batman. I think it looks different in terms of what we've seen for Batman before. I think the trailer looks great. And I also, to people, he's very like mixed in terms of what people think about him. But I think Robert Pattinson is actually a very good actor. So I'm interested to see his interpretation of Batman, which seems to be a bit more of a Batman year one, gritty, dark, like uh, Batman story, which I think looks really good. So yeah, that's one I'm very much looking forward to. It- you know, Ian, it's a fair way off, though. It's next year, isn't it? It is, but at this rate, all these films could be delayed again, so I'm kind of planning <laughs> yeah. for the future. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so, yeah. I, yeah. Agree with, I agree with you, Ian. I'm really interested to see what Robert Pattinson throws at us, because um, obviously Twilight aside, but even he hates that. If you ever mm. want a good laugh, watch YouTube videos of Robert Pattinson talking about Twilight. It's proper yeah, funny. He hates, he hates it. it. He hates it. But I mean, The Lighthouse, uh, I mean, he's film. superb in it. And I've, I've watched a couple of other ones he's in and he's absolutely brilliant. Mm. I, the name's just gone out of my head. It was a Netflix mm. original. It was really good. Mm. I played a pastor in it and uh, mm. it was fantastic. And um, I'm really interested to see how he adapts to this it, role. It is a long way off, as Brian says. It's just a film that I've been of all the ones I uh, guess that are on the horizon ish because these there's one film on here which has been delayed like multiple multiple times so I just feel like it's best to plan ahead I guess um but it, I think you know if we're talking about films that are opening up that we're expecting to come out this year very soon um you know we've obviously got Shang-Chi coming out which I think is going to be interesting as uh, a comic book fan but I guess one this year, which I think is in October, correct me if I'm wrong, Brian, um, is June. Oh, I can't ah. wait for that. Se- it's September, I think. Oh, and you it's... see, you've corrected me. I <laughs> know, oh, sorry, I couldn't resist it. It's only because I got the list in front of me, uh, which could be wrong, which could, could all be revised in due course. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a remake, yes. though, isn't it? It is. It is. It's a remake, it's isn't it? based on, I think, what it's actually, I'm looking at my shelf and there it is. It's one of the seminal sci-fi books of all time. I think it's one of the ones that like influenced everything coming after it. And uh, the film made back in the day with Sting in is pretty bad. Uh, I was good. I, yeah. yeah, it's yeah, not good. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. Um, but this, Villeneuve is probably my favourite active director. I think he's had hit after hit in terms of quality, not in terms of box office, but his quality of film, I think, is incredibly good. So Dune is a film that I'm just like, he could he could achieve what I think no other director could achieve, which is making Dune a good film. Uh, it says here, just a little read, 
Uh, it's coming out in the United States in IMAX and 3D in October. And now you were saying earlier you love an IMAX. Yeah, it's, I was there going on go. American dates there. But yeah, IMAX, is that's the one I was talking about before that I'm going to go see in IMAX. There's no question in my mind. That I'm about to blow cool. everyone on this podcast's mind. I've never been to an IMAX cinema. No, I really. <laughs> I just those subtle librarian like. Oh no way! <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to be less judgy of people. I don't live in London, man. Yeah, I live out yeah. in the middle of Garbage City. You know, there's nothing here. Everyone's it's like Royston Vasey, if you remember League of Gentlemen. That's where I oh, live. Okay. Yeah. You know, um, one shop. If you're not local, <laughs> they run they you out of town you. or yeah, put you in a wicker cool. man and set it on fire. Great Loads film. of weird stuff happens here. Lovely. <laughs> Yeah, Actually, nice. I'm going to, this is a weird cinema relationship. We have a festival where I live called uh, Folk Week, mm. and it's based around, like, um, like the Wicker Man. Okay. And everyone dresses up in these, That's like, weird costumes. Yeah, these weird costumes and, like, does, like, dancing. Basically, it's locals' opportunity to get pissed in the day for a week, but it's meant to be based around the Wicker Man. It's very strange. I live in a strange place. We don't have an IMAX cinema. Great film, The Wicker Man, by the great way. Film. The, great the original, film. The original. Dream, yeah, yeah. Dreams no, with and Nicolas the, Cage. And the Nicolas Cage one. They're both great, but for very different um, reasons. For very reckon, different um, reasons. She's no, so many I, women in the face, Brian. It's brilliant. <laughs> so I love to watch the scene so where funny. he punches someone in a bear. He's wearing a bear yes, costume. Yeah, and he, and he punches, punches a woman. <laughs> I watch that like on YouTube on repeat loads. Oh, it's brilliant. I, can, I can't get enough of it. I must I must digress because we've gone we've gone uh, I'm <laughs> being that person to try and bring some control. <laughs> is, is, are either of you looking forward to June? And if not June, what are you looking forward to? Um I I think there are a number of really good films coming out fairly soonish. I mean Black Widow you mentioned earlier on, that's out in July apparently. Mm-hmm. Um is, I love yeah. Scarlett Johansson. It, it looks it looks like one one of the, the sort of the, the the Marvel franchise uh, films that I could really get into. Um, Rachel and I were chatting earlier on about about the the amount of superhero-based films that are coming out, and you can't keep up with them. But mm-hmm. there are certain films in that genre that stand out for me, and that is definitely one. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you another film that I think sounds like a great popcorn movie. You know, mm-hmm. Spielberg would talk about a great popcorn movie that's just yeah. pure entertainment. Cruella. It's coming out at the end Ooh, of this one. yeah. With Emma Stone in. Um, Interesting. And, and this is filling in the backstory of uh, Cruella de Vil from 101 Dalmatians. Emma Stone, again, I love Emma mm-hmm. Stone. Uh, sounds like great fun. You know, real escapism. Yeah. I, I guess my hope is, sorry to cut you off there, Brian. My sorry? hope is that I just don't want that to be like the Maleficent film they did. Because that, that film kind of like... It took the idea of filling in a villain's backstory and added this whole weird sort of like subplots on like her not being actually that bad. But sometimes the thing about why we like these villains is because they are not sympathetic. Like, I don't need to have like, you know, we're going to find out Quella Deville actually really loved animals. And it turned <laughs> out she got bitten yeah. by a dog one day and now hates yeah. dogs and yeah. wants to turn them into. I just want her to be a really awful person and that's fine. Like, I just, mm. that's fine. Like, I don't need to have, like, a context for it. It does look good, because I like Emma Stone, though. That segues beautifully. We love a segue. That segues mm-hmm. beautifully into my choice, uh-huh. um, which is Halloween Kills. Yeah. That was meant to come out last year, wasn't it? It was, I believe so. 
Now, yeah, again, like superheroes, have they beat this franchise to death? Yeah, yes. probably. Of course they have. <laughs> yes. Oh, Ian. It's because I said it didn't like Spider-Man, isn't it? Yeah, no, I'm going to just cut you off all the time now and just be like, your opinion is <laughs> void. <laughs> but, like, um, when I first saw the trailer, I was like, yeah, that's stupid. I'm a big horror person, as we know. I was like, that's mm. stupid, because they were like, let him burn. I was like, fire doesn't kill Michael. But um, at, then at the same time, I'm like, do you know what? I'm in it. I'm in it to mm. win it. I want to watch Michael survive the fire, go mm. and have plastic surgery and sort out his burn issues and learn to walk again. And then eventually <laughs> go back after Laurie Strode because he's got this nothing film, better to do with his this time. This film that you've just pitched to, to us <laughs> is that we're going to watch him go through rehabilitation <laughs> from fire burns. Yeah. They set him on fire in a house. I know they what did, but I don't want to watch happen? that. I I, I feel like I'm going to be emotionally scarred after seeing this yeah. film. I don't know why. I think I what we're going to do, I think what we're going to do, kind of like Corella, is we're going to feel for Michael. We're going to be like, oh, that's nice. I don't. You're no. not that bad after all. I, You're going to see him like doing the the hand things, and then he he has to get a special. Is he going to fall in love with his uh, like his carer as well? Is that yeah, what's going to happen? That's like a then he kills her because he's Michael. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just cause, you know, why not? Yeah. He's like, I don't want to feel that feeling, oh, Jank. And then he goes this... back after Laurie because he's got, as we said, nothing better to do. Mm. Um, and then she's going to, assumably, because the only way to get rid of, rid of Michael is she's going to fire him out of a cannon into the, into the ocean. Oh, yeah, into or the into the sun. I think the, the ocean's not going to kill him. If fire isn't going to kill him, the ocean's not going to kill him. <laughs> but in honesty, um, you know, it is interesting to see. I'm always really stupidly glad that Jamie Lee Curtis is back on board for the, yeah. these, these two. I didn't think they'd get her for this next one because there was a time where she was really adamantly it's, not it's, into it. It's going to be free. I think she's going to be there wow. for another one after this. Wow. Like, I'm fairly certain from what I read because... I did some prep for this one. Um, And this one wasn't on my list, actually. I do have a horror film on my list, uh, which will segue. But I I was reading this one uh, is going to be a two-parter. So they've set up the end of this one for Halloween. And the next one is Halloween Ends, I think it's going to be called. Oh, so the first one is Michael's Rehabilitation mm. and the second one is The Cannon Into the Sun. I yes. get it now. That makes yeah. so much sense. Yeah, but yeah. Like, in honesty, it is perfect. You know, Jamie Lee Curtis makes those movies just as much as Michael does. Mm-hmm. I loved in the Halloween, the 2018 one, I loved that she was bonkers. And yeah. I want to see more of that development. Like, is she going to go more crazy than Michael? it would scar you. I think that's the thing. That's the, I think that's why that one was so good. It would scar somebody going through what she went through. Um, Mm. So yeah, no, I I agree with you. It wasn't on my list, but it is one that I was like, mainly because of the, as you said, maybe they're flogging this now. But I mean, in terms of, you know, uh, was it an entertaining film? I had a lot of fun with the 2018 one. So, and yeah, I think it will be a good time really. My favourite bit is when he killed those two journalists in the toilet. That yeah. was sexy. That was really yeah. good. Was... Okay, we're going into weird territory again. <laughs> so we're going to move away from that. Brian, what's your next Dude. pick? Whoa, whoa, hang on a minute. Ian? Yes? I didn't know you were hosting this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, but it's descended into chaos. Wait, 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 we're 20 just... minutes in. Wait, Brian, maybe, maybe we... Yes. What's Hello. your pick? I've done it. I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, no, I'm, I'm I'm here to support you. I'm just going to say that. Go for it. You're like my secretary. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. You're okay. too good for the dirty work. That's what I'm here for. Oh, I love how you try to compliment me then. move. Go for it, Brian. I feel sorry. <laughs> I no, sorry, no worries. Um, I think I need. To, I'm sorry. I, I need to mention the father. 
that's out on the 11th of June now. Yeah, this yeah, stars yeah. Anthony Hopkins, who won the Oscar for Best yeah. Actor, and also Olivia Coleman. I do wonder whether it's the type of film we really want to be seeing at the movies because it's the very opposite to escapism. Mm. But I think in some respects, it's something we all need to see mm. because something as distressing as Alzheimer's and dementia, we need to confront it, I think. Yeah, no, and true. I, I think, I think it's, it looks to be a brilliantly constructed film to me and something we all need to watch. Yeah. And if only to marvel at Anthony Hopkins' performance. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, he looks fantastic it, in it, doesn't he? I mean, he seems to get better and better to me. And mm-hmm. somebody like Olivia Coleman, I mean, any director, you know, it's, the job's easy. When you've got two actors like that, you just point the camera and say, right, off you go. Olivia and, Coleman is just, fantastic. I mean, I remember not thinking much of her when she was like in Peep Show stuff. Has I loved her in Peep Show. What? Yeah, no, but has anyone seen, seen Tyrannosaur? No. No. Oh, she, that was one of her first really like serious oh, roles. Was that the one where it's like she's in an abusive relationship? Yep. Oh yep. god, yeah, no, that is like May, it turned intense. my opinion. So I think in the father she's gonna knock it out the park. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. But good choice. To me, That's a really good one. Yeah, to me it's it's a must see and it's in total contrast to the other films we we've been discussing. But mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. again that's one of the joys of the cinema, isn't it? Is that you it can is, see completely these completely different genres that clash with each other, but mm. provide a contrast. And I, I think yeah. it's, it's, it looks an amazing film and I'm sure we won't be disappointed by it. I, I won't think lie the, these. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. It's your point. I was just going to say, I think the experience of watching that in a cinema is going to be very interesting. I think there's going to be a lot of emotional fallout because it is close to home for a lot of people. Mm. I mean, mm. I think it's easy to say most of us know someone who's got dementia mm-hmm. um, or has had dementia and, you know, et cetera. But I think it's going to be an interesting, that will certainly be a very interesting cinema experience. Yeah, definitely. I think what I was going to say there was like, in terms of the films I'd picked out, I think that's the one that's, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The most serious, but I guess of emotional consequence. And not that none of these are emotional consequence. You know, some people will watch these films and if it speaks to you, that's the beauty of cinema. Um, Mm. But it's the one that I think is the most obviously going to touch people, as you say, because most people will know somebody in their life that's going through that. And um, it's perhaps one, as you say, Brian, perhaps it's it's weirdly maybe one I would prefer to watch at home to be in the comfort of people Mm. around. You know what I mean? Um, Mm. But it is one, as you say, we should go see um, because I think it's just and it should be released so that people can go see it in the cinema more uh, available because, you know, some people don't have Amazon Prime, Disney, etc. I think you are right because of its subject matter. It needs to be on the silver screen, really. Mm. Yeah, it definitely gives you that time to focus and reflect as well. At home, we can distract ourselves, but, Mm -hmm. you know, in the cinema, we're immersed, we're involved, we're in it. You have to accept what you're watching. Yes. Living. What is your horror pick, Ian? Yes, my horror If you say the film that I have in mind, I'm going to (laughs) scream. Please don't. Please don't (laughs) scream. I feel real bad for Brian because, like, I feel like me and you are similar in terms of energy. And I feel Brian's like, oh, my God, why am I on this podcast with these nuts? That's all right. That's all right. I mean, I'm enjoying listening, listening in and chipping in where I can. (laughs) Just tell us to shut up, Brian. That's what you should do. All right. I will do from now on. Yeah. Brian will take control of the podcast now. (laughs) I don't have a platform anymore. No one respects me. Uh, My horror film. (laughs) My horror film choice is Candyman. Oh my god, I'm leaving. I'm signing out the podcast. This was my pick, Ian. How <laughs> dare you steal my Jordan Peele one? Yeah. I have no 
nothing left film. to say. All right, <laughs> no. go. Let's no, see what do you want to take it because I no, have no. like twelve films. Oh, then okay. About. I actually genuinely need it because I've yeah, got go three. Ahead. Go oh. ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Look it's at your, the generosity. We said we said it together. We said it together. We're we all sharing and caring. Yeah. It's I like did, I didn't realize it was going to be like a picking thing. I thought we were just going to chat. So let's just chat about Candyman. It looks great, just doesn't it? Fight each other for it. Yeah, fight to the death. No, right. I don't actually like Candyman, the original film. Yeah, I've said I've, that. It's quite iconic, though. I think it's like quite oh, an yeah. iconic film, and I, I've I've seen it two or three times because I also am a fan of horror as well, not as much as yourself, but I do really like horror films. Brian, have you seen the original Candyman? I did. I, I not, saw the original very once. Um, generally speaking, I think horror is a genre I want to get into a bit more because mm-hmm. you know. Yes, you know, come to the dark side, Brian. <laughs> the, the issue I have with horror is that it mm. often doesn't scare me. Now, I think for horror to yeah. work, you have to be genuinely scared by it and or, or gripped by it. And yeah. I, I'm waiting for a f- now the Wicked Man, for example. We spoke about Great the Wicked film. Man earlier, Such the original, the original, and the original, and the remake, I suppose, for you different know, but reasons. The, but the original, for different was reasons, amazing. yeah, the original but was amazing. That really scared me. That made mm-hmm. me shiver. But mm-hmm. now I don't know whether that tells you more about me, where where I, I just not using my imagination enough because I think you do need to use your imagination with some films, mm. particularly with horror as a genre. So mm. I'm hoping to get into it more, but think, they often leave, they often leave me a bit slightly unmoved yeah, in some I ways. Think, no, I, I, I get what you mean. I think like the Wicker Man is a film that I really, really love too. The original, because my dad uh, showed me that when I was uh, not a kid, but when I was in my. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Teens, me and him watched that and I was like, this is great. Um, And it is horrifying. It is genuinely horrifying because it has sort of like a quirky theme to it. And then the end turns into this horrific sort of like brutal ending. Um, I think I like watching horror because I kind of like opposite to yourself. I I don't find these things scary, but I find them interesting to watch. The ones that I find the scariest, though, are more psychological. The ones where people are um, 
well, not monsters because they're not believable, but real people. So Halloween, mm. the slasher films, I actually do get like really into because they're the most believable of horror. And that's also a trend of like, I guess, when horror is made because horror changes from decade to decade, depending on what global like environment is. Sorry, I'm going into my like course that I study. But the, uh, <laughs> the thing with Candyman, I think, why it's so seminal, I think, of that period and now is that this is going to be a film that is going to have African-American writers focused on an African-American characters mm. with African-American sort of villain. And it's a film that I'm like, this is going to be really great for not only diversity and representation, but in horror, which is generally a bit more white in its representation than it is mm. for other ethnicities. So Candyman for me, particularly Jordan Peele, is such a great writer for horror. I can't wait for it. I've stolen all of your points. I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, do you know what? You haven't. Because, I mean, it's a Jordan <laughs> Peele film. You know, things like Get Out. It's the African-American storyline. It's very, mm-hmm. very good. He writes so well and everything mm-hmm. like that. And Us as well. Yeah. You know, that is his his focus. And they're all mm-hmm. fantastic films. But the thing that got me... Um, mm-hmm. I'll just preface back to The Wicker Man because I was thinking we'll about that. Background. I feel so <laughs> sorry for him. He got set alight in a Wicker Man. Mm. Um, in case... You didn't know. And he never got to have sex with the sexy bar lady. That's the greatest tragedy in that whole film. She's not a great actress. She was dubbed over as well. That wasn't. We don't need to worry about what she thinks and feels. We're only worrying about how she looks. (laughs) Well, your opinions on Candyman, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) The essence of the movie. Um, It's just me not understanding any of the films. It's Brett. I like Brett. tangents, don't you? I really like tangents. Yeah, He's a great <laughs> uh, yeah mm. Candyman. Right. My thing that interested me when I saw the trailer pop up, I was like, garbage. Mm. I don't mm. care. I don't care about Candyman. Whatever. Leave me alone. Bees. Whatever. No one cares. Um, and then I was like, nah, watch it. Don't be like that. And then mm. the mm. whole concept about it being an art installation. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in. I was sucked in. That mm. is going to be really interesting. There it's was a really whole. Cool. Yeah, I went. I still got masters in art, and I studied art. And there was a um, if you remember in Candyman, there's all the graffiti, and it's like yes, yeah. his face is graffitied on the wall. And when Which I was doing my masters on graffiti, so yeah, I kind of like looked at graffiti and film, and I referenced that. And so for them to pick up on that was quite an important thing, and mm. to make it this art installation, I think the the premise is he builds a mirror, and you go into the art installation, and you say it as a as a thing, and it's part like of the five joke. Times, and then he appears. And, yeah, and, and he, he makes that as up. part of his art show, and yeah, I was yeah. like, oh man, that's gonna be bonkers. I'm excited to see how that goes. So yeah, the fact that they took it on that turn in that direction, that's mm. what made me interested. Mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah. and also it 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 looks superb from some of the shots I've seen in the trailer. It's classic Jordan Peele. He yeah. never disappoints. He hasn't disappointed so far. Yeah. I mean, so. us, us was, a, it's not that it was disappointing to me, but it wasn't as good as get out. Oh, and hell no. But it's so hard to follow. Get out. It's very it? hard to follow. And also I think the forgiveness there is that he didn't have as like get out was something he spent a long time writing. Mm. Whereas us was a bit more of a quick turnaround. It's a good film, but us was like, brilliant like i loved us whereas get huh? um no get out other way around other way around get out was amazing us that's an incredible like, film get out mm. yeah incredible yeah. film get out incredible film and yeah. whereas us is a bit more like yeah this is entertaining i enjoyed this you know mm. I, i'm one of those people who leave a film and try and figure out like the plot of it in terms of how it makes sense and unfortunately mm. us has a lot of holes whereas get yeah. out is just solid like it's Full just proof. there's no holes in that film at all it's just mm. like spot on 
Um, yeah, yeah. What else are we looking forward to? I guess hu- hugging people is going to be nice. That's going <laughs> to. That's got nothing to do with films. I'm just looking question, forward to that. Let's let's chuck a cinema question out there because I had a few questions. What is everyone right now? What is mm-hmm. one of the most memorable experiences you've had in a cinema? Oh, it could be anything. I'm not like going to say getting felt like up that. in the back. <laughs> oh, back sure, I didn't hear that. No, we've already sworn twice <laughs> on this one, so we've got to be I didn't careful. Swear? Did I just swear? Yeah, no, you swore earlier. You said uh, wow. getting instead of saying getting drunk, you said getting, mm, and I was like, oh no! And then, uh, but I'm not one to talk. I swore too. It's only Brian who's keeping this afloat. He's the oh, one who's God, like, Brian, yeah, right now really... you are our, you are a floating wooden <laughs> door in the ocean. Oh, well, thank you. That, uh, we're I... trying to get on. I'd <laughs> say <laughs> that's a compliment. That's, well, you are Brian. Genuinely. Oh, Brian what is your your memorable cinema experience that you've ever had? I, I suppose really, really, it has to represent the. The very first dates that I had, you know, the, the only dates you had with a girl, you took her to the movies, you look for the back row, you look for somewhere quiet. That's oh. that, that to me. <laughs> is where, where is this gone? <laughs> no, 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 don't stop it, man. This is getting good. Carry <laughs> no, on, Brian. Sorry, okay, okay. <laughs> no, I, was, I wasn't planning to say much more than that, to be honest. Oh. I mean, oh. that, I'm, that, but you see, that's the thing, though, isn't it? It's, it's just it's what it symbolizes and what it represents is that it was always a good place to go. Mm. to see something that you both were both going to like you're both going to enjoy mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. both sort of snuggle up together watch a film so in the quiet it's dark you know that type of thing that's nice yeah. that's sweet I, you know. yeah I, that is a nice bonus. you you me and simone that's my partner we used to go to films to see them mainly argue over christopher nolan but we um no really like, yeah, she loves Christopher Nolan and I. He's don't, garbage. So. Sorry, Karen. yes, yes. Where were you in the first podcast? We, no, we've I done didn't that one. Want to hurt my brain, so uh, I didn't do anyway, it. Anyway, yeah, we've done that one, haven't we? Really? I know, I know. But where were we've you in that, that one? one? Everybody was against me in that one. Anyway, that is garbage. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> another time. My memory, I think, for me, is when I was at university. Uh, which I like to think wasn't too long ago, but the years are slipping away from me now. Uh, Blake! You're getting uh, old, aren't you? You're getting old. You're feeling your age, are you, Ian? I'm feeling it, man. I'm having, like, now that we've had this question, I'm kind of going into an existential crisis. I'm kind of like, oh, God, this was so long ago. Are you okay, Ian? I'm good. I'm good. Um, In my first year of university, um, I was still less educated on films as I am now. I knew a lot about Westerns uh, because that was what I grew up watching and that's what my like personal preference of films was and what I was writing about at the time. But I liked some sci-fi stuff and it, I wasn't as big of a sci-fi fanatic as I am now. And I remember uh, this guy I worked with, uh, who I don't talk to anymore, sadly, but uh, he was like, oh, you know, there's this film Blade Runner that they're showing the director's cut at Odeon for like the anniversary, which I was like, I'd heard of Blade Runner because it's like one of those films. Mm. And I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds great. But I had never seen it. But as somebody who wanted to watch more films, I went. And I remember just everything about that film, watching it. And I feel quite privileged, I guess, to be somebody who can say the first time they ever saw Blade Runner was on the silver screen rather than at home and it blew my mind and I was like this is amazing and I remember the first shot of it distinctly you know the uh, city and like this aerial shot of this metropolis overgrown Mm. and like uh, this just carnage of it all I guess and uh, ever since then, Blade Runner has been my number one film. It's been my favorite film of all time. And 2049 was great too. Hence why I'm looking forward to June. But, you know, the 
that's distinct for me. That's like my distinct memory of uh, going to see films. I guess that, there's a lot with my dad too, but that's one that stands out yeah. in my head. And that's what one that has to be seen on the big screen, isn't it? Yes, I, I mean, you really lose the impact, don't you? Otherwise, yeah, I completely agree with you. And and yeah. the director's cut. It has to be the director's cut, not the original. How many hours was that? Seventeen. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's just there's different bits cut from it. Like in the theatrical cut, there's a monologue, and uh, oh it's really gosh. weird. It's a really weird, like noir style monologue where he's Love like it. talking over everything, and it's just really strange. It doesn't work with the film. Um, but yeah, that was that's my memory. What about yours? Mine is really weird. Um, we have one of those view cinemas, you know, the chains, the view. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah those garbage places. Um, mm-hmm. And I hadn't seen Jaws till about 2015. Okay. I know, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, shots. No, no, it's fine. No, it's Whatever, fine. shots. Judging you. <laughs> yeah. Judging. And so they were playing it. They started playing retro movies in the midweeks and they were playing it. So me and my husband and uh, my pal Jake, we were like, oh, yeah, let's all go see Jaws. You know what I mean? Like, it's just the middle of the week. It was like a fiver. It was nothing. And there was only us three in the biggest cinema room that they had. No one else turned up. Mm. And it was just like, it was awesome. We got to watch this movie. We got to scream shark every time the shark <laughs> came on the screen. We were banging on the chairs like shark, 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 shark. Mm. You know what I mean? And we were just having an absolute riot. And it was just, it was a really obscure kind of like experience mm. being in a huge theater with no one but your pals. You know? And then also we're watching Jaws. Yeah, and ever Jaws. since, yeah, the Jaws. And ever since then, I've loved Jaws. And I loved all of the dreadful knock-on, like, ones yeah, in the series. they're all great. They're yeah, brilliant. They're great. Jaws 3D is now my favourite. And it was just <laughs> iconic because we got to sit there. Oh, don't be like that, Brian. Don't be like that. You're the floating door. Come on now. Get back. Get back in the I ocean. Am the, I am the floating door. I like that. Yeah. I that's going to be your, if we do have somebody keeping track of the podcast and all of the story that's running through it, Brian, Brian your door. nickname is the floating, floating door. door. Forever. I like it. I like yeah, it. It I like works I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, like come it, yeah. on. Jaws 3D, when they're in SeaWorld, and then there's the bit when there's the big fake plastic shark and it dies and she's pushing yeah, it around the kiddie pool. Hilarious. I, I laughed myself d- to death. With your experience, has <laughs> made me think a bit, and this is maybe something relating to our topic. When myself and Simone went to see uh, Tenet, which I refuse to call it what it is, actually, but when we Tenet. went to... Tenet. No, it's not. It's not. That's Tenet. not it. <laughs> right. When we went to go see it, we were the only two people in the cinema. And it was this was when lockdown wasn't about, but we were the only two people in the cinema. And it was another... Did you also just go, shark, shark, shark? So we just kept going, what the hell is this that we're watching? Um so we won't bring that up again, Brian. I know we we differ no. on opinion there. No, we do a bit, yeah. yeah. But do we think yeah. cinemas are going to be like this when we go back? Do we think we're going to have more empty cinemas than we were? Because cinemas before this were, were I guess, not a dying breed, but people were worried about the cinema experience dying. Do we think this will have had an effect? Or do we think people will be queuing now to get into the cinema? I, I, t- I hope to think it's the latter, really, that, that people will want to come back. You know, purely because because of what we've had for the last year or 18 months where we've mm. not been able to do something that we would have taken for granted like lots of other things in life that we we take for granted now we appreciate them even more but it was interesting though that we always worried about the cinema sector even before covid started and whether mm. it was struggling or not but but i think attendances were picking up until covid mm. came came along they were mm-hmm. picking up. So I think it's unfortunate, not just for the cinema, but for theatre, you know, the mm. performing arts in general, that, you know, it was oh, yeah, about to, terrible, to reach a crescendo when, when it all 
it all stops. So yeah. I think that there's going to be a bounce coming off of that. And I'm, I'm hoping people will go back. I think um, when we first were allowed to go back in the cinema in um, summer, we weren't acclimatized to wearing masks for a long period of time. And I think now because yeah. we've been mandatorily, like you have to wear your mask every time you go to the store and stuff. I think the masks was a big thing that a lot of people I knew was put off by, oh, I don't want to wear a mask for two hours. Well, I just wore a mask for six hours today at work and you just don't notice anymore. Yeah. So, to, so now I think maybe because we're so used to it, people it won't affect their judgment of going to the cinema. Cause as I said, I know a lot of people who wouldn't go cause they didn't want to wear a mask for two hours. And I'm like, yeah. well, jokes on you. We do it all the time now. Yeah. But, but you see, the thing is though, I, I think you just accept that some things have changed that we will mm-hmm. get back to normal, mm-hmm. but you know, wearing masks, we'll, we'll get used to it. You know, yeah. if you think back to before COVID, you would see people walking around with masks on occasionally anyway, but yeah, now you would. Yeah, you would. it's been accepted. It's been accepted a lot more now. You know, yeah. and if yeah. that's if that's the it's a small price to pay. I was about to say but, if that's the price we have to pay, you took the words you know. out of my mouth. If that's what we have to do, I don't really mind. Like yeah. when when Simone and I went, we we were the only two, so we didn't wear masks. But like if there were people in there, I don't. It's only two hours, isn't it? Like mm. it's it's not the end of the world to go and sit and watch a film for two hours wearing a mask. You know, it's 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 just a part of the norm now, isn't it? And yeah. I'm just getting yeah. used to that. You know, and I don't mind paying that price. I would definitely go back to cinema. I'm ex- as I said, it kind of we full circle back to what we were saying earlier. Some films just need to be seen on the big screen. They do, they do. And I, if do. I can't watch Michael Myers recover from his well, burn issues yeah. on the big screen, I mean, what the hell is the point? A, a good film that I think has been in development hell, but I think needs to be seen on. Um, the screen i'm not sure if it's going to be good or not because we talked about it before the podcast started but i think no time to die which is the worst name for a film ever i think it's no like, time to die say that in your arnold schwarzenegger impression voice. no time to die there you go perfect <laughs> um i well there's another podcast i love called the weekly planet who always make the fun of it being like they imagine it's james bond in a like call center being like could you possibly Give me the time to die. I'm looking for any time <laughs> that anybody Why might that? have to just let me die. <laughs> Actually, found the time. Nothing to worry about. It's coming out now. We have got the time to die. We've done Time it. to die. I, know, I th- no, I'm sorry, Ian. I, th- I think they're running out of really good titles for Bond movies now, aren't I they? Because they I think it's they've rubbish, all, isn't it? They've all got yeah. day, life, death in, you know. Die. Yeah, yeah, they've run out of original Ian Fleming stories. Yeah. So now... Yeah, yeah. We need a good original title, don't we? That's yeah, what we need I mean, for a Bond movie. It's interesting that this year we've got coming out that two films that are quite, well, three films, arguably, that are all going to be quite similar. But I think Bond is the one I'm least excited for. The King's Man, which looks quite interesting, and Mission oh, Impossible yeah. 7. Like that, I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait to see that. Because the ones before this have been crazy good. Like, So no time to die, unfortunately. I'm just kind of like, I don't think I have time to die for this film. I don't think (laughs) I do. I just don't have the time in my schedule. (laughs) Do you think, though, that we've also been waiting too long for the new Bond movie? So long. It was meant to come out in April, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it was meant to come out in April, but then it was also meant to come out last year. But I think it was postponed anyway before COVID. Like, I don't think COVID actually forced it to be postponed. I think it was postponed. You could correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was postponed to later in the same year being like oh it's going to be a little bit later then covid happened which postponed it again then it was meant to be april and then it postponed it again like yeah they yeah they were shifting a lot of things weren't they 
Mm-hmm. Maybe nice. they were just spending oh. too much time on the title, and that's why it kept getting pushed. They yeah, didn't have the time be. for it. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted Phoebe Waller Bridge to come up with a new title. She's <laughs> got a matching touch. Yeah. Do you know what I've just realised? We've all talked about predominantly, apart from the father, mm. um, is remakes or parts of a franchise. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I don't wow. actually have on my list. Uh, well, yeah, June's a remake. Yeah, the Suicide Squad is another one on my list. That's a part of the franchise. Oh, not talking about that. No, the, the <laughs> Suicide Squad. No, the original film look, is bad, but the Suicide Squad. Uh, what that was terrible English. The Squire Squad. 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 Um, that's James Gunn, amazing director. It's mm. got a great cast in. I think they're actually going to be more like the comic material, which was meant to be bright and bombastic and ridiculous. And I, <laughs> I think that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm kind of half looking forward to that one, actually, yeah, because the yeah, casting is quite interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Idris definitely. Elba uh, as Bloodsport, I think. Yeah, Peter yeah. Capaldi as The Thinker. Yeah, well. which looks great. That looks yeah. so good. Yeah, I'm, it, I'm down with that. I'm definitely. also expecting yeah. a lot of people just to die. <laughs> like, I'm expecting so many But is it going to be their time to die? <laughs> Oh. Do we know? Do we know? Oh my but, god! I just googled it. The Suicide Squad, twenty twenty one action adventure. John Cena's in it. Yeah, as, dun, um, dun, dun, dun. as we can't do too much of that. It's probably copyrighted. But the, oh, I'll <laughs> sing your song, John Cena. You'll come for me. You're not he's me. Uh, going to be. Oh, what's his name? I can't believe I've forgotten his name. The character. Oh. You're right. You're gonna. It just said it to me, and I've just closed the tab because, because I, I, didn't want I to love the character because he's meant to be like a Captain America, but if he was an uh. awful like right-wing fanatic um what is his name oh my god i'm gonna also check this out while you have a minor breakdown um this is awful morbus is coming out (laughs) which is terrible let's not talk about it anyway peacemaker john cena is peacemaker Peacemaker, that's it ian why are you not up on that one why uh, not about morbius Morbius? because okay uh one morbius is a character in the comic books i think is a little bit thin to be making a whole comic book film about he's an interesting character but i'd rather see him in an ensemble piece with spider-man also i think i hate jared leto with a passion he's like a really he's a really <laughs> but he weird thinks he's dude. jesus he thinks he's jesus and he thinks he's an amazing <laughs> actor and he's actually really not like he just plays never, the same um... thing did you never see his um, art career that he had for a while? Uh, yeah, and now, I, did. I did. As, a, as an art student, and I was an art teacher, and I've got two degrees in art and all that other pointless stuff that apparently makes me re- qualified. respond. Qualified to say this, it was dreadful. It's real bad. It's I was like, bad. what do you keep? Stop. Someone needs to step in with Jared Leto and go, stop, stop doing that. Stop being a person. <laughs> it's just self-indulgence. They all it's suffer from it, don't they? And that's why Morbius looks like that. Yeah, they all do, and this looks like that. The the trailer looks terrible. It looks bad. Like, and I, I, I like bad, funny films, but I don't even think it looks that. I think it looks indulgent. I think it's him being like, "Oh, I'm weird and unique," (laughs) and and I'm like, I have no time for that. I do not care. I'm more interested in seeing the Suicide Squad or Shang Chi. Shang Chi, I'm really excited for. Uh, Black Widow, as Brian was saying, if we're going to talk about comic book films that are coming out this year, Black Widow is one which I think has come out way too late. I would have liked it in the actual phases before, but I'm excited for it still. Uh, And Spider-Man No Way Home, I'm kind of excited for. I'm not the biggest fan of Tom Holland, but like, it's a film which is going to bring in multiverse and it's going to have Doctor Strange in. So I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. But Morbius, get in the bin. That's what I say to that film. Get in the bin. I always think Tom Holland is that Olympic swimmer, but he's not. <laughs> he does actually. That's now you've said that. I'm never going to not see that. They, Olympic swimmer. 
Do you know the one? Um, he's a diver. Oh, what's his name? Oh, Tom Daly, you mean? Yeah, that's. Yeah, <laughs> everyone Holland always says Tom, Tom Holland, and he's in a film. I'm like, oh, he changed careers, and then oh, I'm like, God. the other side, of my brain's like, no, he's the actor. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah You're yeah. always like, good for him. Good for him. Yeah, he's I am. Done. I'm always like, oh, yeah. he's gone into acting now. That's nice. That's great. And then it's just not the same person, and I'm like, oh yeah, that thing happened. The last film on my list. We've actually hit all of the films on my list, but Brian, you may again correct me if this is coming out this year or next year. They mm-hmm. all could come out next year. We don't know. Uh, you never know you never know the last film on my list is still a sequel now that you've highlighted this all of my films are either part of franchise Mm. or a remake um matrix 4 is going to be coming out too is that this year or is that next year no i think i think that's next year i think is it i've made such a mistake again fire me i I shouldn't be on this podcast anymore i don't know leave in right now (laughs) i think no it is this year it is this year i've just checked this year why is there so much? Ugh, just stop it. <laughs> it's December this year, just so oh, everybody Dece- knows. Oh, only just yeah. this year. Mm, just this right. year, but it is this year. Yeah. Is Keanu Reeves in it? Yeah. I've... Oh, he's sexy. Yeah, he's a great actor too. I have a lot of time for him. He's such a, a, a good great... actor. A great actor. Mm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, he is. Oh, oh Brian! <laughs> Brian, the floating is. door doesn't agree. What's he up? He is. <laughs> we'll go and find another door. <laughs> <laughs> he, don't get rid of Brian. We need him. We're, yeah, we're, he's we're the drowning here. We are drowning. <laughs> <laughs> the thing with, with Keanu Reeves, I, I like him. I like yeah. his films. Uh-huh. But when it comes to actual acting ability, I think he has modest talents. I think mm, as an actor, yeah, okay. very charismatic, <sighs> great presence. But mm, I mean, we were, right, that, were you were you part of our uh, Keanu Reeves episode that we were going to do? But we are going to do. Yeah, I was going. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I want in on you that had episode. This and you had this opinion? <laughs> oh, my God. I, well, we, I, we need a contrast. We need a lot of time. Yeah, you need we, a contrast. We need That's I mean, true. The door is allowed to contrast. He's the Ian, door. I'm going to just say this, because Brian doesn't agree with you about Keanu Reeves. Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan? No, it, Brian you guys likes have Christopher come, Nolan. Yeah, you guys have come to terms with your disagreement. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, we can yeah. all That's together true. come to terms with I just didn't know. I just I thought that was going to be it for me and Brian. I thought we were like clean, like we were sailing away on the... On the door, uh, we were going to sail down the river together. It was going to be nice. And now this, now there's a rock in the way. It's Keanu Reeves. Yeah, it it keeps (laughs) us on our toes a little bit though, Ian, doesn't it? eh? Let's let's say that much. Is Brian there? Oh, we've lost Brian. We've lost Brian. Randomly there, we have lost Brian. He's floated out to sea. Yeah, our floating door's gone. I don't know what to do. (laughs) I've lost the support. And we're going to drown now rachel this is it the insanity <laughs> can begin no. no as we were saying just before brian floated off into uh, probably a tropical paradise with yeah. coconuts yeah that's what i like to think he's yeah, in think... a tropical paradise we're talking about him like he's dead yeah i was gonna say actually no he's still completely fine just technical errors we have heard from him it's yeah. fine we just don't know what's happened to his laptop but as we were saying we were saying matrix four that's yeah, what matrix we were talking four. about i was gonna say i guess to answer your question to, to brian you know keanu reeves for me has got a, a really eclectic career. You know, his first film, uh, well, not his first film, but early films being like Point Break, uh, mm. which is great. Like, that's such a good action, cheesy film that I love yeah. watching. Like, it's just entertaining. Then you've got comedy with Bill and Ted, which I still haven't seen Bill and Ted free because me and my dad are holding out to watch it together because uh, we've watched it. We've watched those two. That's like my childhood. Yeah. But then, as you highlighted, he's been in totally like random off the sort of scene films. Devil's um, Advocate, Scanner yeah. Darkly, all those. Yeah. 
all those which are just great films they're really I good know, it, i mean i'm not a big matrix fan i saw the mm. first two mm-hmm. uh he plays the role very well i get mm-hmm. why they cast him he is he is good he's in, the every man isn't he he in is my personal taste is i just don't like the matrix and i think you know um, that's just my personal taste this is going to be me again it's a controversial one because my partner again simone she's like again if somebody is listening to this and giving us all character development throughout the podcast <laughs> simone's like the off-screen presence in mine because yeah. i think i've mentioned her in every single podcast i've become that person <laughs> my girlfriend is this. my girlfriend <laughs> loves keanu yeah <laughs> uh, no um we both i i think the first matrix film is really really good but mm. the interesting thing about the Matrix film, and, and she agrees, but I think she likes more of them than I do. I think the two, the second one uh, is really bad, in my opinion. And I think the third one's worse. Um, yeah. And I think the, the first one is a very well-made film. The interesting thing about it is that it's it's very much based on Grant Morrison's comic book, The Invisibles. And yeah. Grant Morrison, they are one of the best writers, I think, of comic books ever. And I love that their response when they were asked about it, um, like, oh, how do you feel with them copying your work? Their response was, well, I just wish they had carried on copying it for the other two because <laughs> the yeah. they got real bad. <laughs> I just, I just, yeah, I, as I said, the first one was, was iconic and everyone mm. was always on about it and stuff. And then it just mm-hmm. went seriously downhill. But that's yeah. the problem with franchising. You could say that about so many movies, like Halloween, like we said, is it going to yeah. be just absolutely garbage when it comes out? Or mm-hmm, mm-hmm, is it just mm-hmm. going to be fan people like me going because they want to watch Michael stalk and kill mm-hmm. people, you know? Mm-hmm. And is The Matrix going to be just another... I sci-fi piece of uh, yeah, flash that people want to see. I actually have no idea what that's going to be for Matrix 4. Because I, yeah. I felt like the story was over, even if it was bad. As you say, like I didn't like the ending. It might be controversial. Brian, our floating door, who's gone to paradise, may disagree. But the, So uh, many bags of revels where he's going. <laughs> he loves it. He loves them. <laughs> that film may be terrible. We don't know. But you are right. That is the problem mm. with franchises. And it is very interesting that you highlighted earlier that most of the films we talked about today, barring The Father, uh, which is a great choice from Brian, were part franchises. They're like, it's a part of perhaps a, not issue, but something that our cinema that we're now going to go back to enjoy is dealing with, you know, just a, a, I don't want to use the word epidemic, endemic or pandemic (laughs) of uh, franchises, but that is kind of what we've got. You know, it's just franchise films on franchise films. Oh God, I hope for something original. I'm really excited to watch The Father after mm. Brian's suggestion. I yeah, didn't know yeah, about definitely. it and I Googled it when he was talking about it and I was like, mm-hmm. damn, it's been yeah. so long for an original film to come out. I, I, so I'm excited. As somebody excited. who's a musician, I would totally recommend uh, Sound of Metal if you haven't seen it. Been meaning to watch it, have it's been fantastic. meaning to watch it. It's and fantastic. as a drummer myself, I oh, mean, my main instrument is drumming. It. I'm very nervous to watch it because it is one of my biggest fears. It's honestly... It, mm. uh, I know this hasn't got to do with cinemas reopening and, and so forth. It's all uh, just hot takes, but um, perhaps we should have a spin-off where it's just Ian and Rachel's hot takes. But the, uh, <laughs> the that one listener, if you want that, yeah. you let us know. Um, <laughs> I I would totally recommend um, Sound of Metal because it just it is yeah. so impactful. The way it's shot, it's stunning. And it is something that's more original that we're just not getting much of now. And I think that's why, even though the Oscars people didn't like pay attention too much this year, I was quite entertained by it, by the options that were up there, because they all did seem quite original. And I haven't watched all of them, but I'm looking forward to watching them. You know what I mean? There's been other years where I'm like, I do not care. <laughs> Whereas this year, yeah, I was like, it's been interesting. Oh, yeah, definitely. And to hear Fathers coming out in cinema, I'm definitely going to go see that without a shadow of a doubt. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I think to sum up this evening, 
Mm-hmm. Brian has been fantastic. I never got to ask him what his favourite flavour of Revel was. Mine is coffee. What's yours? Uh, probably coffee as well, actually. It's a classic. I, yeah, it's a classic. It's just I really like coffee flavored chocolate generally. Yes. Like, um, and I think it's kind of controversial. Some people are like, Ooh, no, but I think coffee flavored things are really nice. So, like, I love coffee ice cream as well. So, I bet, like, I bet, in our memory of Brian, he said orange. Yeah, I uh, yeah. That's, as he's gone to the tropics. Yes, he's going to drink loads of Sunny D. <laughs> And just eat rebels. That's life yeah, for Brian that's now. That's life for Brian now. Wow. And we're still here. We're God. still in pa- our own paradise, which yeah, is really each beautiful. other's company. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, it's been an eye opener. I think we've realized that up and coming in the cinema, we've got the excitement of the cinema as an as a entity, wait. if you will, to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And we've also got some good films. And then also we've got, if you love franchises and sequels and remakes, then... 2021 is yeah. is going to be exciting for everyone at the stacking cinema. up for it isn't it stacking up i know for man it. it's gonna be great mm-hmm. you know it's brian's gonna, gonna love it we're gonna love it i'm gonna watch you, michael myers kill people and you're gonna love it listeners uh, you see what i did there oh <laughs> oh my god well it's been a pleasure ian it's always is it always it's is been we a, should do this more <laughs> i know we should just <laughs> chris is just listening to this going what <laughs> it's been a it's been a pleasure brian wherever you are you know he'll send us a smoke signal soon to say he loved it too he'll send us a um, picture of him on a beach somewhere enjoying with a coconut that's a romantic the sunny d in the coconut though yeah that is paul wilson he'll have wilson with him he'll be cast away for a film reference whoa is brian tom hanks (laughs) (laughs) that's that's actually in the law of this podcast now he's now tom tom hanks Tom Hanks has infiltrated uh, a film review podcast to mm-hmm. try and bring up his films, but he's not done very well so far. No, but he's huh. got another chance in the future. <laughs> oh, God, I can't wait to hear what Brian slash Tom Hanks has to say. Anyway, everyone, it's been a fantastic evening. Thank you for listening to us. I hope you've enjoyed the many laughs that we've had today. And uh, I look, we look forward to it next time. Yeah, so thank you do. very much, Ian, for helping us and Brian the Floating Door for supporting our insanity. Thank you so much for having me and thank oh. you, Brian, for keeping myself and you afloat. It's been emotional. Anyway, everyone, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 